Well, I've just uh, finished watching The Queen's Funeral. Uh, well, I saw Westminster Abbey and then uh, the long, very slow, very long procession up to um, Hyde Park Corner. And I think it's going on for another two or three hours. She's on her way to Windsor now anyway. Uh, so it's um, extremely quiet outside. There will be no cars, there will be no people. Welcome to episode 118 of Mr. Burt Pods. I do keep wanting to say Mr. Burt Blogs. Mr. Burt Blogs. Mr. Burt hasn't blogged for uh, years, I think. A shame. I used to like my blog, actually. My original blogs just disappeared, I think. I don't know if I'd ever find it. Anyway, so um, yeah, it has been quite an exciting week, actually. Uh, not really. And um, I'm sitting next to a dying plant. I don't know what to do with this amaryllis because at some point I thought they had to die back so that you could store the bulb and then it get it out and water it and then it starts flowering again. But this one seems to be going on forever, leaf-wise. So anyway... Um, yeah, it's actually very nice outside. I went for a run this morning and it was like uh, day of the Queen's funeral bank holiday. It was like Christmas Day. There was like no traffic. And um, well, when I say this, there was no traffic, there was traffic, but very, very little. And lots of people out with dogs and walking and running, uh, which was unfortunate. You know, I'll come to that later. And uh, it was a bit strange anyway. So, uh, yes, I got up. Uh, here we go. She's back. Uh, oh, yes. Um cat news uh which i forgot to add on amongst many other things last week uh she's got lymphoma which is cancer of the lymph glands is it or the, i don't know um so she's got a little lump uh which is 95 percent got it she's got a lump uh which is part of the cancer but the cancer sort of spread through the body so it's quite difficult to target it uh so she's on steroids <laughs> For another three weeks, it's still just, she won't look at it. I've tried cooked fish. I've tried fresh cooked fish and she won't look at it. She won't go near it. Uh, chicken, no interest. Uh, so all I can do at the moment is crush half a pill and put a bit of gravy from very expensive Sainsbury's cat food, gourmet cat food on it and she licks that up. Uh, but she's fine. She's put some weight on. Uh, so she's got three weeks of steroids and then the vet will make a final diagnosis, but she's 95% sure. Uh, is lymphoma and then I don't know where we go from there I said what's her life expectancy in the vet said she didn't, wouldn't say which is fine actually I don't really want to know um, as long as she's alright in herself that's all I'm bothered about so I did get a bit sad but not that sad because I sort of suspected it was probably that anyway as soon as the vet said <clears throat> that her thyroid and all those other kidneys and everything were all clear was, that was really the thing that was left so in the back of her head she She'd got it, so uh, it wasn't a big shock. Um, yeah, I don't know whether we heard that sad meow. Uh, that's because I put food in her bowl. Uh, so I'm waiting for the kids. She came off the steroids for a bit. I'm waiting for them to kick back in again so she starts eating properly. So we're just moaning mini at the moment. We had another cat in actually, that was quite funny. Uh, came in the cat flap at the back, which is permanently open. It's a very sweet cat, actually, a little flat face thing. Uh, oh, she was very friendly. Uh, major hissing. Uh, and then he just sort of wandered off, poor little thing. Um, and 
Yes, I got up early. I needed 20 minutes yoga with Adrian. I did, uh, what did I do? What, what did we do today? We activated, activate today. This is day four, which I've managed to do. I managed to do four days, which is supposed to do in a row over three weeks now. Uh, so I don't think the 30 day thing is going to quite work. But fortunately, it was in 20 minutes, and then I was able to get out for a run. There was a bit where she said we, you had to rock. She was getting you to rock on your back, sort of neck to put your feet on the ground and then rock it backwards and forwards. And then she said, and then she just rock gently into a, a crouch, a squat pose, at which point I just completely collapsed. Uh, and then coincidentally, she laughs and said, no, I was only joking about that. I wasn't expecting anybody to do that. So um, I was a bit annoyed at Edrin's sense of humour at that point. But uh, actually, one thing I will say for her, and I do say a lot of things for Edrin, uh, is that she never makes me feel like I can't do things. Even though she's very slim and young and everything else, she never ever makes you feel as if you can't do anything. Uh, and she never puts her leg around the back of her neck. Uh, anyway, who would want to do that? So, and then I went for a walk, uh, run rather, and that was all. Uh, I think actually last week might have been a bit of a fluke on the time because I tried the same sort of running system today and I came in at 32 minutes. So there we go. Uh, had another, I've got another shorts crisis and I know the answer to the shorts crisis is buy another pair of shorts. But you see, the thing is, I can't pop out and buy a pair of shorts and I hate buying anything online clothes wise. Uh, and I don't know where to go and get another pair of shorts. So I'm battling with this pair of shorts, which are now completely ripped. And what's happening is I'm tying the tie around the waist tie and um, it started slipping now. They're not slips. So um, I managed to sort it out uh, for about half the run and I could just feel they were going again. Fortunately, there was no one around and I managed to heave them up <clears throat> and get them back tight again. But then uh, they started going again, at which point there was a runner coming the opposite direction. There was a woman walking dogs and there was someone sitting on a bench and it was just uh, whatever. But um, uh, so uh, I just had to bite the bullet and do it, tighten them up again. And that was fine after that, actually. Then I got back for um, uh, the Queen's funeral, which I watched, which is, uh, I did get a bit tearful, has to be said. Uh, I think the Piper uh, was a bit emotional. There was a bit where one of the guards saluted, which made me cry. I don't know why. Um, I don't know what I'm sure it'll get analysed to death, but I don't know the choice of music and readings and stuff. I presume, I think the Queen had planned it all out, hadn't she? Uh, and then a very, very, very long, slow walk from Westminster Abbey to um, Hyde Park Corner, uh, which is quite extraordinary. Especially seeing, I'm cold actually, sorry, that's why I'm slipping tea. Uh, especially seeing the close family at the back. That was all that. And then, uh, yeah, so I realised, because somebody complained, I hadn't finished the the drama story off, hadn't finished story from Wales about the car tyres uh, because of the Queen dying last week. Uh, so I'm going to get that in now before I forget. So, uh, car is parked on small, just off small country lane with another car, friend's car, but not blocking a gate. Uh, we've gone off for a walk, lots of parping, me jokingly saying, oh, that'll be uh, someone trying to get past us. 
got back, all looked well, except the gate was closed. And uh, as soon as we start the car up, there's a flashing red light and the word puncture. So anyway, turns out we've got this miracle uh, car tyre uh, blower upper thing, uh, which is very noisy, but very marvellous. And um, oh yes, and there was the family appeared uh, and they were actually quite helpful because uh, I really could see them settling down with tea and cakes to watch what was uh, going to unfold for the rest of the afternoon. I was very calm, has to be said, I couldn't do anything about it. Uh, anyway, so did I say that it then turned out our friend also had, yes, I think I said all that, so they also had a flat tyre and basically someone had taken the little caps off and let the tyres down. So um, the man from the family said, oh, the caps don't matter. Uh, so we blew the tyres up. Uh, saved ourselves £167 from the RAC, who wouldn't have come out anyway. I couldn't work out the logic of that. Uh, and we set off home, separate in separate cars, but our tyre just kept going down. So uh, we had to stop about three or four times and just keep pumping it up, which you shouldn't have done because apparently the cat didn't matter and, uh, the f and our friend got home with no trouble at all. So next morning... We took the car into um, a garage, very, very nice garage, actually quite a big place, uh, really nice man. And he dribbled some water over it because if you pour water over, you can see where the air is coming out by the bubbles in the water. And he said, oh, yes, you've got a screw uh, in the middle of your tyre. So I don't think it was coincidence, really. I don't think we'd driven over a screw. I would like to think that we had, but we I don't think we had. It was very neatly inserted right into the middle of the tyre. So that's why uh, there was constant air coming out of the tyre. So, um, yeah, that was that. So we couldn't get that sorted out until the next day. Uh, so we couldn't really drive the car, couldn't really go anywhere. Uh, and then we had to leave it in for a day. But they were very efficient and they uh, sorted it all out uh, very well for us. Uh, and then it was, and then I sort of, I wasn't really that bothered about it all. I was just annoyed. And then I just thought, actually, it's so malicious to, to you know, we hadn't, if we'd blocked the car or whatever vehicle it was, it couldn't get past, you know, they could have scraped by, they could have ruined our paintwork. They could have done anything. They got out fine, absolutely fine. And then they sort of um, calculatedly got hold of a screw from somewhere and, you know, pushed into the tire. Uh, it's just, it's just nasty. So, um, yeah, it's not really a funny story, that, actually. <laughs> it's just unpleasant. So we will be going back to Wales. <laughs> um, there we go. The irony, of course, they probably thought we were just tourists and the uh, our friend was a, is a very much born and bred Walesian, Welsh person. So, yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, that was that drama. I can't remember. Did I do the drama of the police pulling us over in the 20 mile? I think I did that drama, didn't I? I don't think we had any more dramas after that. Um, and it was a very nice holiday. So uh, I can't think of anything else. We had the noisy, um, I think I, I'm going to have to re-listen because I can't remember what I mentioned. I think I did the noisy pipes, didn't I, in the uh, cottage. If I didn't do the noisy pipes, someone let me know and I'll do it next week. Um, I thought I had a feeling there was another drama, but I don't think there was. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so that was all fine. And actually, the tyre didn't cost too much, so that was all right. Um, so then no, it's all been go at work because 
I went in, did I go in? I went into work Saturday night and uh, on my robo spot, all's going well. I've got quite a difficult first queue, which basically the person I'm follow spotting goes behind a curtain. I'm not follow spotting at that point. They go behind a curtain. I aim my follow spot, my sort of crossfire sniper target thing on my computer screen at the curtain. It's a tight, uh, it's a tight, uh, it's, so, so the, the spot is as small as possible. It's just about as big as a human head, a little bit bigger. Uh, so it's quite difficult to, to aim and get into the right place. But the idea is the person comes out and it's meant to look a bit, little bit sloppy. It's meant to be a bit of a gag. Uh, there's the wrong follow spot size. Of course, what it looks like is just I'm a, you know, hopeless follow spotter. Uh, so I have to quickly whap it up to full, uh, full body size. They do a little bit of diddly doodly doodling. They then go behind the curtain again. Uh, I take the follow spot back into a tight, small spot again, wiggle it around a bit, and the person uh, looks out briefly from the right. When I say briefly, I mean briefly. It's literally about two seconds. Goes back behind again, does the same on the left side, and then does the same on the right side. And I'm supposed to be faffing around trying to pick them up, but looking as if I'm not doing a very good job. But at the same time, I'm actually meant to pick them with the light. It's really difficult. Um, And I got it right for the first time on whenever I was in before the Saturday, which might have been the Friday or the Thursday. Anyway, someone, I, unlike theatre, when you get a DSM to deputation manager giving all the cues, I've got the person uh, who, who's obviously fine and lovely, who, who's operating the lighting, which is the job I normally do, giving me my standbys. And um, they were teaching somebody else uh, how to do the, the board up. And now what happens is before my standby, I tend to get the little target onto the person and just move around with them just so I get the feel of it and I'm relaxed into it. Uh, so I'm ready for when the spot comes up. So it just so happened I was unnecessarily following them around uh, on stage with the light, without the light being on until I suddenly realised my light was on them and they hadn't gone behind the curtain. It was way too early. And of course it's a pin spot, so it's only the head. So it's absolute nightmare trying to all I could do was to make the best of a bad job and look as if I was, I don't know what I was trying to do. I just tried to keep it on their face. It was completely impossible. Uh, and then eventually, it was, this was probably about five, six seconds, felt like a lifetime, uh, before they went behind the curtain. And then I got really confused because I'd seen them go behind the curtain with a fuller spot on them and then thought I was on the second bit of the queue uh, when I'm meant to catch their head popping out at the side. Uh, so I'm fiddling around waiting for the head to come outside when they, of course, appear full body through the curtain, which is what they're meant to do. Uh, so I was just all over the place. And then um, it was meant to, and then I stopped following them when I knew that the uh, light goes out. And of course, the light didn't go out and the person I was spotting just carried on walking and it just looked awful. It wasn't my fault and I didn't get any blame, uh, but it just looked dreadful. But there we go. That's the highs and the lows of being a follow spotter. I really like follow spotting, though. I do. I do enjoy it. Uh, then the rest of the week. Um, last night at five o'clock, we uh, we've got new neighbours in, as I may have mentioned, because I saw them moving in. Uh, they wanted a little gathering. They're young. That's all I'm saying. Um, very nice people. So uh, all the neighbours. I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six households actually. Flat holes all went and sat uh, 
and had, well, I, I, they said bring a drink. I just thought I'll bring, take a cup of tea around and there was wine sloshing around everywhere. Um, and we all chatted. We all get on very well as neighbours. I mean, we're not best friends or in each other's pockets, but we all get on very well. Um, so that was actually very nice. Uh, I haven't really mentioned the podcast to them. Uh, I don't think they'll ever be on it because I don't think they'll be around. There's not been nobody walking past today because it really is uh, absolutely silent out there. Uh, and then having to consult diaries. So that was quite exciting for a Sunday night, actually going out and having a really long walk home from next door. Uh, so I quite enjoyed that. Uh, and then, um, where are we? September. I can't remember what else I did. Oh, I've been, yeah, I've been doing all this sort of stuff with um, financial advisors and I've just gone off more. Uh, well, I've gone off the place. It's coincidentally two of them work for the same place and uh, I've gone off it uh, for various reasons, which I don't need to go into here. So uh, I'm starting from scratch uh, back on there. Uh, and then, oh yeah, then I went to the vet, uh, which is where we are with uh, her. Um, I thought I'd done lots of things this week. I haven't at all. What did I do on Friday night? Oh, Friday night, yes, we went to the cinema. I went to see see How They Run, which is a murder mystery, very light-hearted murder mystery set in 1950s in the West End uh, theatres, set around the mousetrap. Now, I worked on the mousetrap, so I found it absolutely hysterically funny because it was um, very, very clever and witty. If you haven't seen the mousetrap, I'm sure it still works. It's it is quite nerdy and in jokey, but uh, it's Saoirse Ronan and uh, one of those actors who I really like and I can never remember his name. He never does lead parts. I'm I'm not going to remember it, so I'm not going to try. There was there was real chemistry between the pair of them that was so funny, but the script is hilarious. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, I can imagine some people won't love it if you don't get into the spirit of it, or you just don't find the theatre set up funny. Um, you're not particularly going to like it, but I just thought it was an absolute joy. I loved it. So we went to our local Everyman, uh, which is in the old Odeon, one of the last of the 1930 Odeon buildings. Odeon sold out to Everyman, and they've done it up inside absolutely beautifully. So it's like the original interior, back to the decor interior. So it's not cheap, but um, it was really nice. We went out to an early show and came home still had time to watch some tv when we got home so there is talk of joining the everyman and maybe going to an early show every friday because i can't remember the last time i went to the cinema and it's really nice i'm so used to watching films on small screens um it's really nice watching them on the big screen it's it's a feeling of uh more of an occasion i think and i really like everyman it's not cheap mind you uh, and then and then I'm getting into a faff because I've got loads of people to meet and I've got a birthday looming and I've got a new show starting uh, and everything's crushed into each other. And I was really quite excited about my birthday because it's the first birthday sort of post-all lockdown restrictions and I was really looking forward to it and now I can't do it near the day because of the new show coming in and and all the other days I've chosen are not, are not working out. Oh, somebody never seen before in my life walking past oh the um the extension is uh i don't know there's noise but it just looks exactly the same um uh, yeah so i think that i was thinking i did loads of stuff last week but i didn't well i went to the cinema and i had a little drink with the neighbors that's quite a lot for a week it's exhausting um 
I'm reading The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. I should think I've mentioned before now. Um, I am loving it so much. Uh, I don't know if it's everybody's cup of tea, but I absolutely love it. It's sort of fantasy, but um, it's a book about stories and it's a book about storytelling. And I think it's potentially a classic, but it will never be a classic. Um, I think it's a very, very clever book. But the trouble with it is, and there is a warning against this in the book itself, ironically, I'm so caught up in it. I love the world she creates so much. It's my, my perfect. The character, the lead character is like my perfect lead character and the world they inhabit is like my perfect world that I'm dragging myself out of it and life is just a bit grey when I come out of this book. I lo absolutely love it so much. So it's a little bit druggy. But I need the sort of escapist fix of it. Um, I don't know whether to recommend it or not, actually. I'm well, I would recommend it, but just don't expect to like it. That's fair enough. It's my opinion and everyone's got their own opinions and not everyone's going to like it. Um, there's nothing new I've got to say about television. I think we're just watching the same old, same old. We're drawing to... Oh, no, we finished Only Murders in the Building. And that's opened up uh, a third series, which is good. I'm very happy with that. Um, and then... I think that's it, actually. Sun's gone in now. Oh, anyway, I'm up, I'm up to time. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going through the phrase where everyone I know seems to be ill again at the moment. So, uh, I don't know, it just seems to go in waves. Uh, so everyone who's not well listening to this, I hope you're uh, as well as can be, uh, or better, one would hope. And um, I've got quite an exciting week next week, actually, just looking at my diary. Well, it's not that exciting, but it's fairly exciting. Um, I've got nothing else to say. Thank you for listening. <laughs>